0: Good evening, everybody. We're back for the Everybody Counts podcast. We've got all yeah. three of us here tonight. We've got Jay, a.k.a. Welliver B. Titus Third. I have said it me. in one breath. How about I'm that? I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud uh, of you. And Pete, also known as Officer Pete. And then I'm um, Tracy. And, of course, I got promoted from Lieutenant to Captain Trey on the podcast last week with DeWan Johnson. So whoop, whoop, thanks for, for that, DeJuan. True story, and yeah. uh, speaking of Duan, happy belated birthday! He had a birthday on Sunday, so good for him. I think he was celebrating at Disneyland or something. Is that right, Pete? Did you see?
1: Um, I don't know exactly what he's celebrating, but yeah, I was excited for I was excited for him and to reach out to him because he's really a cool guy.
0: He is really a cool guy, yeah. And he was having fun for his birthday. So now, what's not so much fun? Hmm. Parts of this episode that we're going to discuss,
2: right? Who you telling? Said.
0: Oh man, this was this was a tough one. I mean, Bosch is always heavy. It's there's a lot of darkness. It's a lot of serious stuff, but this took it to another level. So, um, got really really personal. So, let's kind of jump into our uh, recap. Then we'll work our way through the episode. And then we have a great debrief tonight from Madison Lentz, who plays Madeline Bosch. Um, So that will be fun. And um, I'm not going to forget about the trivia tonight, Pete. I'm just saying (laughs) it right now. I'm I'm facing the music. So it's on the agenda. It's officially on the agenda. So I hope you have something prepared. Do you? I already have the
2: the answer. I have the answer written right in front of me, right in front of me.
0: Why? Is it just I, for me? I,
2: I, I, no, no. I just, I have a feeling. I have a feeling. Oh, so oh I wrote oh, it so down. Now... I put it on well, a I sticky do... note. I threw mm-hmm. it on my laptop. It's right here in front of me.
0: When I do my rewatches, I do find myself now looking specifically for like things that would be good trivia that Pete's going to get me with. I mean, so, but I, I'll probably fail again. So, all right, let's, let's get on to the episode. Yes. So, Eleanor gets, well, no, first off, let's talk about Frankie staying at Bosch's house. He stays the night. He sleeps Ooh, on the couch. That guy. And uh, he has a lot to say to Bosch before he goes to sleep that night. So, who wants to talk about what we learned from Frankie? Take it, Pete.
1: Um, I just want to make sure I'm right here. That is when he actually confesses to Black Guardian, right?
0: Right. Mm-hmm. He says he did that, but he did not do the Elias Right. Hmm. Did that seem fishy to you from the get-go? Like, oh, okay, you did that, but you didn't do this? Or did you believe him?
2: I believed him. Me? Okay. I believed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't, you don't admit to any of them. If you uh-huh. did the big one, you know what I'm saying. I mean, they're both Good bad, point. but why well, give up one and not the other? Mm-hmm. I mean, right. I don't what know. What about you,
1: Pete? Um, as a viewer, knowing that I watching him interact with other police officers and other people, mm-hmm. I know that he probably didn't do it based on what he's saying. Okay. But mm-hmm. if you're if you're Bosch, you know this yeah. is the first time you're hearing it, so you could just be thinking about your head like, yeah, no way, you know. I understand, mm-hmm. like the other the other p- part of it, you know, right, right.
0: But yeah, he he seems like a really troubled guy, and uh, there's mm-hmm. there seems to be more going on than just. I mean, that's heavy enough stuff.
2: Good grief! Yeah, no kidding.
0: But but it seems like it goes a little little deeper. So we'll have to see as the as the season progresses. But yeah, so he lets him sleep on the couch, which is kind of. I mean. Maybe it's just me, but I was like, would it have made you nervous? Like, he seemed a little, you know, I don't want to say unstable, but I mean, he's was, he was obviously very troubled. And would you let him stay on your couch?
2: That's a tough call. I mean, it's a tough call because you need to keep your eyes on him, sort of. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Mm. But then again, you got a gun sitting by your True. bedside. So, mm-hmm. I
3: don't
0: know. Um. Robertson was not happy about him letting him stay the night. He said he should have brought him in right away because he got away. He left. Bosch gets up in the morning. No sign of Frankie. So, um, yep. So he was supposed to keep an eye on him. But unless you sleep with one eye open, you really can't.
2: That's right.
0: so that was some, some big uh, reveals right there in the beginning of the episode. And then we shift over to Eleanor and she finally gets in touch with Reggie and, and they talk, but it's not a great conversation because it's pretty much the, the disintegration of their marriage. Like it's coming to light. Like it's just, they're yep. not going to be able to work it out. Yeah. Nail in the so, hmm Yeah. So that's sad to see. And, but who does she reach out to? right away to Bosch because they share Maddie and she wants to talk to him about it specifically, you know, relative to how to tell Maddie and how to handle it with her. But, um, just a real obvious, um, sign of the commitment that they still have to one another as friends or parents or whatever you want to call it. You know, she definitely leans on him for support. Um, so she asks them – they're all in the task force room, Bosch and everybody, and she calls and wants to meet up, and he says, you know, like, give me five minutes or something like that. Um, and I don't know if it's at this point, but in the episode, we at some point, we switch over to um, the police commissioner's meeting, and that's where Pete, Pete's buddy, Officer Pete's buddy, shows up. Did you Creepy want to talk dude. about that at all, Pete, about how we see the – KTK getting ready. Talk, can you talk a little bit about him being in his apartment or house or whatever it is and getting ready for the day?
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the guy's a special kind of hoarder, if you ask me. Because if you look at his, I'm so excited when I see him come on the screen. When you show me a little bit of his life, I'm gonna pause and i want to look and, you know, analyze. I
0: think, yeah,
1: yeah, he has a hundred pairs of sunglasses, or a stack of phones, like people have books in the library. Um, I thought I might have even seen some watches over there. I mean, and then he, he did you notice that when he was looking in the mirror, to, you know, you everybody checks the mirror to make sure they're all right before they leave, you know, or. Yeah, yeah. Each other. He comes back with the hat to adjust. <laughs> sure it's like the perfect style to go out. And then he drives and he rides that bike like a yep. maniac. Like, oh, I mean, my gosh. You calm down. Like, come on. yeah,
0: Crazy. It's like he's he's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the assumption is, of course, that he's pickpocketed and stolen all these items in his collection. So he, you know, it does make you wonder, though, that interesting that you said the word hoarder, Pete, because what is his motivation in all these assaults? You know, sometimes they're um, ugly. Well, one time, you know, last year we saw one time ended in death. Sometimes he just steals something. What is this guy motivated by? It, it may be by merchandise. Who knows? Because he's got a lot of it in his place. So he shows up at the meeting, um, but there's some other action going on that's sort of taking uh, precedence, taking the spotlight from everything else. And that's uh, Desiree Zeely, I guess how you pronounce it. And that this seems to be the um, like activist um, college student that Lance Reddick was talking about in our interview. Um, So she, She's on the on the screen now I think she was talking to the reporter At the candlelight vigil But we really didn't get to see her But we really get to see her um, in this episode And um, it's all about Justice for Elias Justice now And they're chanting And they're making their their voices heard And then it gets a little uh, I mean, I don't know that violent is the right word But it gets disruptive Did you rowdy. Correct Yeah, rowdy. it gets rowdy Yeah so there's some water bottles flying, and um, she didn't even – she didn't throw anything, but she gets pulled out um, and taken to uh, the police precinct. Lock-up. And, <laughs> lock and uh But we do see her later talking to Chief Irving. She's getting out, I guess, or getting released, and um, he wants to talk to her a little bit. Did, did anybody want to – talk a little bit about what they discussed
1: jay
2: you know he tries to to be tactful about it and ultimately trying to tell her hey this might not be the way to do mm-hmm. things and yeah. she just she doesn't want any part of it uh doesn't believe i you know she probably could have Handed her he probably could have handed her Anything on a silver platter and she would Not have taken it or believed it for One second the distrust was Totally there and she Only has really I think One goal in sight and that is LAPD back off Bring in outsiders Mm -hmm. because We can't trust any of you and it didn't Matter Mm -hmm. what he said or tried to do or get Across to her Um, Because I think his message was good and I mean he's trying to calm her down because We don't need this kind of craziness uh-huh. in this whole situation.
3: Right. Um, but
2: two, he's right. I mean, you know, you can't go nuts being an activist. It kinda makes you lose the message. Um yeah. and so it doesn't matter how can this she's be a productive effort.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. See I mean I would say he seems to have um some I mean this level of respect for her. He seems intrigued by her and and sure, her message. I mean. But I think he wants to almost sort of almost seems like he's trying to mentor her a little bit. Like, well, let's, let's try to, how can you do this maybe the right way or a better way? So, but yeah, she's just um, putting up walls and she asks if she can leave. She just doesn't even want to talk anymore. So we'll see going down the road, uh, what happens there, but um, they're kind of button heads at this point. So I I don't think we can delay it much, much longer. We got to, we got to no. get on to the. I don't,
2: I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I'm not <laughs> we, over maybe it.
0: Having, maybe we're having technical difficulties and we just can't talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: My mic's uh, down. I can't talk about it.
1: Nope. We have we got, to talk about it. Certainly. I know. I want to. You're, you're nope. right.
0: You're right. So, uh, Bosh, Harry meets up with Eleanor and they, they have um, some discussion, you know, about Maddie. How is she going to tell her? And,. Eleanor's having all these regrets, feeling like she, you know, she, you know, twice, di- be twice divorced and all that. And Harry's trying to encourage her and, you know, tell her not to, to say those things about herself. Um, but then it's time for her to go. And uh, dang it, she left her phone on the table. And Bosch is hollering out to her, hey, Eleanor, he's hol- holding up her phone. And uh, because it's ringing, I think, it had already rung once at the table to like a from a private number, and then it's ringing again. And uh, wow, motorcycle flies by, two people on the bike, shots fired, and Eleanor is down. And I I just
1: terrible
0: terrible. in in yeah, just yeah, it's just awful and. I'm so naive. I thought, Oh gosh, you know, he can revive her. She's going to make it, you know, and no, there's just nothing they could do. And, um, and she's gone like that. You know, we, we introduced her back into the fold this season and we're intrigued about her poker playing and working with the FBI and had all these questions and, uh, rooting for her, you know, and then she's gone. So, and it's not just or us, the viewers that, are feeling such a loss. I mean, it is so painful watching Harry and Maddie go through the loss.
2: Can I, can I tell you that in that scene immediately after she's shot, there Mm -hmm. is like probably 0.8 seconds of a look on Mm -hmm. Bosh's face Uh that stayed with me the entire episode. Like it haunted me. I could yeah. not get that look out of my head at the right. shock and devastation that was instantaneous. You know before before mm-hmm. he went into police save her mode there was that like oh hell no yeah. moment.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. It
2: stayed with me the whole episode.
0: And then and then seeing him try to, you know, he's the stand-up guy, he does shift quickly, so quickly into the mode of taking yeah. care of business. Um, and then he's also off to to find out who did this. You know, you see it really quickly, and he's got to be the dad. He's got to go tell Maddie. Um, he's got these other cases going on, and uh, yeah. What do you, What do you have to say, Pete? Any particular thoughts you wanted to share?
1: Um, one thing that actually stuck out to me was when it happened, and the cops got there. The law enforcement got there. He said, I got to go be with my daughter, right? Now, right. I was thinking to myself, is this, is, this an, is this an option for everybody, or is it because he is an officer that he's allowed to leave? Like, if, mm. if this was a non-officer that went through this, and you know their right. ex-wife, you know, would they be allowed to go be with their daughter? Or do they get held for questioning? And, you know, have to go do a, a thousand things before they can be released. I was very curious mm. about that. I that's you guys a thought. really good question.
0: That's I, I don't know the answer to that. So if anyone's listening uh, that does know, we'd love to hear. That's a really, that is a good question. It's like he was calling uh, shots. You're right.
2: Well, he called it in, officer down. So I think that changes yeah. the precedence of things, too.
1: Okay. Okay. hmm True.
2: Just a thought on that You know he didn't just call the citizen or the Ex-husband he called as the police Officer on the scene Right and so I think that Maybe gives him a little leeway
0: Okay Okay. But he did he did make it back there Pretty quickly after Going to see Maddie and we'll talk a little bit about that But you know He did go back to the scene and give His statements and everything To the FBI and had an interesting Confrontation uh, with jay Griffin, so we'll we'll have to get into that a little bit, but yeah, there were just I, I, pretty much there were no words, I think, um, no dialogue in that scene with Maddie. I don't think there was any dialogue when he goes to the school, no, none, and it's just, just agonizing a,
2: yeah.
0: watching him find her, and you know your visual he's telling her, and oh, it's just and there are no words, you know? I mean that that's what people say all the time. You, you you there are no words and they didn't need them in that scene um for us to hear. You know, it was it was between them and it was just very poignant and very painful. Um and he takes her back to the station and one thing I I found really interesting is that um Jay Edgar shifted right into I've got your yeah. back mode. Oh, that was yep. solid, you know. It's on my notes. It's on your nose. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because that was, that, that jumped out at me. And I was like, yes, this is, this is our man, J. Edgar. This is who he is, you know. And he offers to take Maddie to LaTanya's house, gives, um, Harry a clean shirt. Um, and, and everybody, seeing everybody's faces there in the station and how hurt they were for them, you know, because it's like a family, really? you know, there, it's, yeah, it was, just seeing all their faces, you know a lot of times they're joking or either being tough, and you know, and then they're all just in this moment of sadness, terrible as well yep. so um so Harry does go back and give his statement. Anybody want to talk about um his little chat with with Griffin?
2: I hate that guy, I hate that guy. <laughs> I mean, I just don't like that guy. I haven't trusted him from the beginning and. I mean, he gave his condolences and he kind of said they're going to, you know, be on top of this and whatever, but Bosch doesn't believe it. I don't believe it. He doesn't tell Bosch everything that he needs to know, which I know you've got to keep some things close to the vest because of all the various investigations and stuff, but mm-hmm. it felt too much. And I think maybe even Bosch felt too much, like he was too professional about it, too FBI-ish mm-hmm. about it. Um. And not personal enough about it and should have been because, yeah, I mean, he's been dealing with Eleanor for a while now, and Bosch has let that relationship kind of do what it's doing. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, and I don't, I don't even know that they have a whole lot of mutual respect for one another, obviously. So it was just an ugly Mm -hmm. scene. Um, Bosch didn't trust them, they don't really trust Bosch. Um, I
0: mean, both want the same end game, what the hell happened, but.
2: They not, want it, it but there's no
0: collaboration. They're not, right. yeah. Right. So and, and Harry holds onto that phone, and he ends up giving it to Latonya so to give to, to J. Edgar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's boshing right there, you know? You're damn right. <laughs> so, yeah, and he handed that off to Latanya and she's going to give it to J. Edgar. And Latanya, she was just like, you know, she doesn't want to be around the police stuff and right. the darkness and all that. But she didn't skip a beat when it came to taking care of Maddie and Harry, you know, it was a different family situation. Yeah. Yep, a family. family. But then again, before the episode's over, she does confront Jay Edgar and say, you didn't tell me you were working on the task force. So that, you know, that comes to light and that's obviously, you know, a little bit of a wedge is, is building there. I think. Yeah. Low contention. You know? Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, Maddie, oh gosh, she says that she wants to see her mom's body and Harry tries to discourage that, you know, thinking that would, would be too upsetting but um, other than that she's pretty quiet on the ride home and um, so
2: A lot to take in
0: A lot mm. to take in, for sure We got the mayor's office worried about a protest coming uh, You know Sheehan's on the run Got a Got a lot in the mix there. So For sure. That's pretty much sort of our version of the of the recap. Let's um hit the interrogation room and hit me up. Let's hit each other up with a question about the episode. We've already yeah. talked about some good questions.
1: But what do you have?
0: How about you, Officer Pete?
1: Um well, I honestly I I had a lot of questions, but the the main one that I thought was perfect for us to discuss on this show is Where do we go from here in the season? Obviously, Bosch is going to be not normal, regular Bosch because it's impossible no matter how hard he tries. So, Mm -hmm. you know, is he now going to go into yet another investigation on top of the investigation? Because we already know that he's been chasing this cold case. We know that he's ahead of this task force. Now, is he going to start doing some side work trying to figure out who the killer was? Like, is this just going to be another burden to him? And if so... How is that going to shift the way our show is with the investigation?
0: Yeah, most definitely. Well, most definitely. I didn't have a doubt in
1: mind that he
0: was going to go after um, Eleanor's killer and solving that and, you know, bringing justice there, whatever way he had to do it. Um, I, I, I knew that was going to happen. But as far as how that affected the other cases, I did wonder, you know, could, you know, would they take him off of being, you know, the leader of the task force? because of you know obviously this personal situation you know would they shift someone else into that role and you know we don't really know at this point um in the story but i i did i wondered the same thing um because he's all he's always got a lot of irons in the fire but now this is some some really really heavy stuff that he's trying to it's juggle personal
1: yeah always, like- He's two cold cases right. one cold case, and this it's very personal. That's hard to hold your you know emotion and mentality when you're trying to you know focus and be the right righteous yeah. guy that he you know tries to be.
0: Yep, yep. So I don't I don't have a lot of answers for your question, but I I, I, I did <laughs> I did have those same questions. So I feel yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. What about EJ? Do you have any words of wisdom? Will it ever be Titus the third?
2: I you know, as much as I would like to, because I'm well over to Be Titus the third. I I'm with you. I'm, I'm I, I don't know. Time will yeah. tell.
0: Yeah. Know. Okay. We All suck right. at what's, we
2: what's... at answering these interrogation questions. <laughs> Damn it.
0: We we only have Off questions, no answers.
2: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Typical. All
0: right. What do you have, Jay?
2: My question is who breaks first and what i mean by that is i think in this episode we're far enough into the season and we i mean we really see a part of it throughout the entire episode everybody's relationship is strained somehow there's some kind of point of contention somewhere you have Bosch and jay edgar you have uh, you have uh, J. Edgar and the wife. You have Robertson, who's trying to deal with the investigation. The cops that don't want to kind of collaborate with him. Griffin and mm-hmm. Bosh, uh, Maddie mm. and Bosh. They're, everybody has some kind of contention in their own personal relationship somewhere with someone who breaks yeah. first, because somebody's got
0: to break. Mm. That's a good question because they're all pretty tough characters too, you know, like tough personalities. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Oh. I mean, Mm. really,
2: if you think about it, everybody's really in a pretty crappy place. And Mm -hmm. so far I don't feel like any of them have an answer that's within sight. Right. That's tough.
0: Mm. I guess at this point I would maybe say, Maddie, just I mean, not just because she's young, but I mean, my experience with teenagers has has been that they they tend to say what they're thinking, you know, and so or or maybe don't use as much of a and this is not a negative, really. I'm not saying, but don't use as much of a a filter, you know. There, I that would be my guess is that maybe she will say something. I think she will somehow break the ice with Harry in this situation because sure. they're both sure. deeply, almost immobilized at this point. So yeah. I'm thinking she might be the catalyst. Maybe that's a, b- a better okay. word. Okay. So. What about
1: you, Pete? I think that Robinson, I think he's stuck between a rock and a hard place because you heard the guy at RHD say, you know, as long as I'm around, you know, I think he said, I don't want to quote him, but so he says, I'm like, You're, you'll never be one of us. And yeah, I you know yeah. that he's yeah, he tried to get bigger in the position and he knows that he ain't gonna leave he ain't gonna ever get past Bosch because we spoke about that in the last podcast because mm-hmm. it's just the way it is, you know. So if you're him, you're sitting here like I'm not good enough to be my you know, uh, the leader of the task force and I'm not these people don't want me here, so I'm gonna get blackballed here. You know, and, and now if, if if my theory is true about Bosch putting a lot more time in the um Eleanor case, now uh-huh. Robinson is going to be sitting here saying, like, I'm underneath this guy who I I believe is more qualified than that is not even taking this investigation seriously. And I think that him and Bosch have the biggest potential to butt heads on that, explode. But I do believe, because it's kind of obvious in the show that, you know, Robinson is probably going to help Bosch solve at least one of these murders, if not both. So I believe that they'll (laughs) explode and come back, but they're the... They're the closest to explode just because of the situations they're both in. boss don't want to hear his sob story, and Robinson is too busy worry about himself, you know like he's like what, what yeah. is that? you know what's going on here? This doesn't add up, so that's my answer yeah
0: that's a good those are good thoughts did you did you have an answer for your own question Jay
2: <laughs> no, I mean I, <laughs> no. I really okay. don't because because again they're all they're all in a crappy place that any of them could break at any time. And I think mm-hmm. both your answers are good. Um, and I think really you probably could have picked anybody, uh, yeah, the show because it's just it's everything's so ugly right now.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, my question for you two guys, um, Jay Edger, like we said, he he stepped up to the plate right away and had Harry's back um, when Eleanor died um there was like there was it was as if there was nothing that had ever happened between them you know it was like you're my friend i'm going to take care of you now obviously we saw that in regard to in the response to eleanor's death what what is it going to mean in regard to the case not not necessarily eleanor's case but into elias's murder is 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 everything going to be forgiven um, or is there going to be, still be any tension between them? Like it, it was as if there was no tension. He was just going to help his friend and his partner. But will we see that same, um, response right. now going forward with the case or will that be a different ball game?
2: Well, for me, I've always thought that they would come back together. And mm-hmm. like any family, you know, you have your ups and downs. There's always a hiccup somewhere. They have yeah. their hiccup. But in a time of need, they are there for one another, exactly as they should be. So I think, I think, will it be smooth sailing? Probably not. At some point, it's got to come back around. Um, But again, that family aspect is there that I think, or at least hope, will trump the previous hiccup. And they will find a way to get through that, get past it, and be on that same level footing across the board.
0: Okay. I like the sound of that. What about you, Officer Pete?
1: Um, I think we always believed they were close and knew they were close, but I believe this episode specifically just kind of threw it in our face of how close they actually are. I Mm -hmm. mean, we all discussed this in a previous podcast before the season started, and we all, I think, agreed that, you know, there would be an incident that would make them come back together, and they would end up Mm -hmm. like nothing ever happened, like two – You know, like you said, brothers, cousins, just friends for life that, you know, friends of the family, whatever you want to call it. So, I mean, I believe that this is just an over-the-top moment that they needed to come in to bond bond and, and, you know, connect again. However, I thought it was interesting the way – they knew what to do. It was like protocol, like a fire drill, because he came out right. David came out and was like was like, I'll take a little Tanya's instantly and Bosh mm-hmm. was like, Okay, you know, yes, that's what we you know, that's what I need you to do. Like, you know, you don't take somebody you don't say, Yeah, go ahead if you're not really feeling that person. As far right. as inside the Agreed. case in the courtroom, I think because the incident that got them back together was so big, so monumental and so mm-hmm. devastating for everybody involved I believe that this is going to be like, it's over. Like we're back to better than we ever were before. Cause that's what mm-hmm. happens when you, you know. like, this is different. It's, it's next level stuff. And I, I, I think it's, I think it's done. I think the beef is over. I think the problems are over and they, they're just going to go on and you know, team Jay, go, mm-hmm. Ooh, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um,
0: I think we're all kind of on the same page because I, I my feeling is kind of like like jay was saying before who's going to break first in all these contentious relationships well sometimes it's not always who's going to break first sometimes it's an event that occurs that that sort of you know breaks right. that situation open and i think this was definitely um an event that just cracked that right open and um said you know we're going to deal with this one way or the other and they and they're dealing with it by Supporting one another, and and like you, Jay, I don't, you know, necessarily think it's going to be just all forgotten. You know, it, I'm sure it'll come up, and they'll have to work through some things. But I think this gives them, as awful and terrible as it is, if one good thing can come out of it, you know, I, I think something like this, you know, brings them back to the table together you know, to work together. And I mean, a lot of things and struggles in life, you end up coming out stronger as a result. You know, you wish it never happened, but you know, so, um, all right. Good questions. Lots of stuff to think about. Um, what about our persons of interest in this episode? And again, just to remind everyone, it doesn't mean necessarily a suspect, As in regard to our segment here on the podcast, just someone we want to highlight or talk about.
2: Pete, you want to go first on this one?
1: I'll actually go last because I always write out three, just in case you know we don't have the same one. So I'll let you guys go first and second. I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead. I'll go go first on this one. All right.
0: I've been waiting um, for on all the other segments, so I'll go first. Um, I'm gonna. Um, Just talk a little bit about Frankie Sheehan And the actor who plays him Jamie McShane Um, I'm just very intrigued And very moved by his character I'm very angry At what he um, Admitted to You know, obviously there's a lot of emotion And anger around that But like I said, I think this goes deeper somehow Um, And he's just The way he Evokes this uh just just his emotion and his you know his state of mind. He he the way he delivers his lines. I don't know if either of you have watched um ever watched Bloodline but he played a character, Eric O'Bannon, in that, that it just reminds me it's a I mean different character, different situation, but obviously someone who was just struggling with a lot or had been through a lot of difficult situations or circumstances or maybe had regrets. Um, And I just, I guess, you know, I'm just giving props to the actor um, for the way he's playing his role, because we don't necessarily know, like he's revealed some truths, it seems, but we're still suspicious of him. We have a little bit of, even though he's done these terrible things, I think we still have a little bit of sympathy for something like what, why is he so, Right. Is it is it just yeah. um, guilt? Is it just guilt that's making him so sad and down and apart from his wife and family? You know, or is there something else? Um, what's this guy dealing with? It's just very complex. And I I think I guess my my final point is that I think he portrays that complexity very effectively.
2: Yes, he does. I agree, hundred percent.
0: All right. I get
1: it. It's Jay's turn. Uh, for me, you can't I'm gonna. Go
0: last though, Pete.
1: <laughs> I don't always go last. I went okay. first, last category.
0: No, I mean for the uh, persons of interest. Oh, okay, yeah. do go
1: first. Fair okay. is fair.
2: <laughs> you know, sometimes you just gotta roll with it, man. Um, I'm gonna go with Robertson. That's my okay. guy. Um And right. it's just because, um we kind of talked about it a, a little bit a few minutes ago. He's in this position where. He probably feels like he should be the boss, could be the boss, good enough to be the boss. Um, Obviously looking for that change in venues, partially because of some of this. He's also Mm -hmm. the bad guy now because he's investigating cops. He's also dealing with Harry Bosch. (laughs) Yeah, And so it kind of goes back to that, you know, who's going to break first kind of thing. I mean, he's under a ton of pressure. He's not in an ideal situation he wants things to be different kind of across the board, not just for himself that, um, for me, I do wonder where he's going to go, what's going to happen, how he will handle things. Um, because I don't see, I don't see a way out for him. I think he's stuck in this horrible predicament and uh, mm-hmm. obviously he doesn't like it, but he's hand I mean, he's being a pro about the whole thing, which I absolutely love. Right. And I totally respect um, mm-hmm. But at some point, um, that's going to alter him, maybe as a person, maybe as a detective. And so, where w- where will
0: that go? Yeah, you do you do sort of feel like he's drawn the short straw a lot, like, <laughs> right? He <laughs> kind of wanted to have a, <laughs> a little bit of a break or something, right. you know? Right. But you're yeah. right; he still is doing his job. He's, I think he does his job well. But yeah, you can see him things brewing and yeah that's a good one
1: good guy to talk All right, about alright Pete alright Pete come on man well just so <laughs> you guys know my number three choice was Robinson and my number two choice was Frank so you know this uh-huh. worked out my number one choice though you guys wouldn't have got my number one choice I mean I never do this and I hate to do it but I have to do it for this episode it's gonna be Harry Bosch it's it's simple he's my person yeah. of interest he's from the start of this episode to the end of this episode, he goes through nothing but a big smack of bad luck, bad news, yep. and mm-hmm. and just devastating crushes to his emotional state across yeah. the board. The whole episode, you just find yourself you want to cry for him. I mean, yeah. really, he's like Jay said, that face that he makes.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I
1: mean, that's some like, yeah. next level acting. Because I've been trying to make that face for about a week now, and I can't do it. It's just not going <laughs> to happen. I'm not, I'm not that sad. I can't make myself that sad. So. I mean, hats off. He, he's my person of interest because, like I said, my question. Where does he go from here? How does he act? Who does he butt heads with now? What's going on with him and Jay? I just so much stuff happened in Bosch's life and Bosch's circle that yeah. Harry Bosch gets the person of interest for me.
0: And you guys are right. That's like that. that less than one second, that look. That was like all he had and all he took yeah. to feel himself. Yep. And then it was back on the job take care of other people, take care of his daughter. And, you know, he just, he just, you know, it's so sad that he only allowed himself that just, you know, fraction of a second to feel, you know, oh gosh, I'm getting sad all over again, but yep. no, definitely, mm-hmm. def- absolutely a person of interest. Um, it, It's just an amazing performance too. So good Brilliant. stuff guys. All right, and our evidence locker. I don't. I, did I? Am I missing something? I don't think we have a whole lot um, this episode as far as like new clues or evidence. I mean, we've got Frankie looking very suspicious. He's on yeah. the lam, yeah. Apparently, um, but other than that, did we get any updates? That I'm not remembering. Oh,
2: I don't think so. I think that's it. I, mean, I have- think just the guilty factor there.
0: They have his gun now, you know. Yes, gonna, uh, that's you know, all like mine that. So
1: They have the gun for testing, and that's going to determine yeah. if he's good or not for the mm-hmm. Elias, right? For Elias. That's- mm-hmm. And he confessed right. to Black Guardian. So right. we, we, yeah. we solved one case here.
0: Oh, and there's, there's just one other thing, too, that um, it just makes, does not look good uh, in his favor. Um, they pulled up that from a deposition or something, they pulled up a video and he's getting angry at Elias and he basically threatens him with shooting him sort of in that fashion, you know, that someone's going to do that and whoa. So that, I mean, that makes him, that can certainly be used against him as well. Um, Well, let me ask
1: you guys this though. Um, If the gun doesn't match, then he's not good for this murder, correct, or no?
0: Well,
1: not necessarily. I mean, can you have a with a different gun? Sure. sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, mean it, I don't think it would rule it out completely. It, then again, I'm not a detective.
1: That's what I'm saying. I just I start thinking about these questions too much, <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like, wow, I'm in territory. Why I need to call somebody an expert who knows about this?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good question because like, would they immediately start moving on to another suspect, or would they keep going forward with that one, or look at simultaneously? Yeah, I don't know what the what the process is. So we we yeah, that's a good question. But I think that's about it for evidence for this week. We're we're missing some obvious. Be sure to let us know. Um all right, let's before we get to our debrief with Madison, let's um hit up our tip line. What do we have coming in on the tip line, Jay?
2: I need to get a sound effect for that, like the
0: doo-doo, 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 Yep. Yeah, That's true. Yep. <laughs> we do.
2: The Morse code or
3: something. I'm on yeah. it.
2: <laughs> right. I need to get that. Dang it. Uh you know my girl Sharon wrote in, right? Did oh you see yeah. what you say?
3: She's
1: she's educated, so yeah.
2: The first thing she said is, "Well, ever be Titus the third is her favorite."
0: She did not. I have the email from me. No way.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Zip it, Tracy. Zip it. (laughs) Zip it. That's definitely the first thing she said. Uh, Actually, she she said a a a couple of different things, Um, all very good, and uh, I agree with all of them. Uh, First, she needs his mouth washed out with soap, and she clarified lots of it.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: she's she's also uh, With Team Pete here And that she's glad to see KTK's back um, And she thought It was uh, interesting about him going to The meeting and kind of wondered what His reasonings were for going to the meeting And uh-huh. ultimately Is he going to all these things Was he at the vigil and stuff Is it a coincidence or is he somehow connected To Elias
0: oh. um,
2: So that's kind of a interesting Sharon thing raising interesting
0: questions. Right.
2: Um and then Irving and kowski uh she wants to see them together a little bit more often. Um, mm-hmm. she said she loved the way he sim- simultaneously glared at her and rose from his chair uh, <laughs> and and then and then she stole that move, apparently because she may <laughs> or may not have used that move today with her third graders, which That's if she did I'm, I'm, I'm proud of her, I'm proud of
0: her, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, they're, they're good sparring partners, Irving and Kelsey, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah.
2: Um, and then uh, she mentioned how she Googled the significance of June 13th. And I have <laughs> to admit, I did the same thing.
3: Okay.
2: Um, uh, because she didn't remember, and I didn't remember if it had ever been mentioned in the series. I couldn't remember mm-hmm. if it had been mentioned in the book. I'm sure that it was somewhere along the lines, um, uh, but that it is their anniversary. Eleanor and Bosch.
3: Uh,
2: so uh, that makes it hurt all that much chest. more worse. Yeah, pretty yeah. terrible. Uh, thanks, Sharon. See what you did to Tracy and me.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know how Pete's affected by that, but yeah, June thirteenth,
0: their
1: anniversary. Pretty sad.
0: How are you affected, Pete?
1: June thirteenth. Um, nothing happened on June thirteenth <laughs> for me. Um, well, just I mean, he's he's too tough. He's too tough. I'm just say like tough. you know. I mean, I wasn't around for Bosch right. when he had his anniversaries, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, to me, yeah, yeah, to me, yeah. it
0: just reminds me and, and is more evidence that they couldn't, for whatever reason, you know, that the marriage didn't work. They didn't work as, as husband and wife, but there's still love there. I mean, there's no yeah. doubt. Oh,
2: 100%. 100%. Oh, gosh. Ouch. Yeah.
1: Different Sad. type of love. Different yeah. type. And yeah.
2: then... Uh, <laughs> And then uh, her her final, her almost final thoughts were, uh, she still doesn't trust the FBI. Thank you, Sharon. I knew I wasn't wrong.
3: Um, <laughs>
2: and, and my favorite part is, she says, I was so hoping Bosch would punch Griffin in the face. <laughs> and uh,
4: I concur. <laughs>
2: I definitely yeah. concur. Um, I think we're all down with that. But proud again, I think like we were That he didn't turn the phone over And didn't say anything about the phone Um, Oh yeah And then of course because she's awesome She wrote that she can't wait to hear our thoughts And as much as it pains me to admit it Pete's (laughs) trivia question
1: Oh gosh Sharon
0: (sighs) Because she's good at trivia That's why She is good at trivia (laughs) She's She's good at games, puzzles, trivia all right. We also heard from um, Sister Teacher. She's always given us some good feedback. Um, she she said the biggest thing that she wanted to share for, for that affected her from the episode. She cried. She cried because Harry didn't cry or wouldn't allow himself to cry. She cried when he told Maddie. Yeah. It was a lot of crying, and I can totally respect that, Sister Teacher. I get it. Um, yeah, it's that was some tough stuff. Um, she talked about. Um, being a community activist herself And was interested In how Chief Irving made an attempt To transition the, the activist Role with, with Desiree Zeely To more of an advocate role When he spoke with her um, it's, She said it seems like she just wanted Desiree just wanted to be anti-police Instead of working towards solutions right. um, But she said there's a time To rally and a time to sit in a room Addressing the problem So she was she thought it was good And appropriate that Chief Irving tried to kind of uh, help her navigate maybe towards more of a solution than, than just the, the protest um, in addition to. So good feedback. Appreciate that. Um, You can, you can hit the tip line as well with an email to Bosch at so many shows.com. And let us know what you think or if you have questions or topics you want us to discuss. So, let's, uh I say we move right on into Madison's, as in Lynn's the actress, uh, her debrief interview with us. And spoiler alert, you know, there may be topics that come up in these debriefs that are not related solely to the episode that we are discussing tonight. So, it's a free-for-all so if you don't want to know anything else about the season past episode four, you might want to come back and listen to her interview later. But uh, everybody else, let's check it out.
5: Hi, this is Madison Lynch. I played Maddie Bosch on Prime Videos Bosch, and you're listening to the Everybody Counts podcast.
6: Thank you for calling in for the Everybody Counts podcast. Uh, we're Thank you for having me. Is- Welcome. We're having different cast members on to do kind of a debrief segment to get, get some scoop on different parts of the season. So you obviously had a really pivotal role, and people have just been saying great things about your performance, and, and I have to agree. So we have a few um, show questions for you, and then we do a little game at the end that's just real lighthearted. So, Jay, do you want to get started?
4: Absolutely. Okay. All right, so you know I have to ask: your mm-hmm. character is Madeline, and you're Madison. Yes. Does it ever does it ever get confusing with having a name similar to your character? And do you both go by Maddie?
5: Yeah, everyone just calls me Maddie on set, so it's pretty convenient, actually. <laughs>
6: okay, okay. I didn't think about that See? way. Of actually, being convenient. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Okay, so now the sadder part. How has Eleanor's death most changed Maddie at this point, aside from obviously her grieving? How else has it changed her? She's become a more a
5: lot more like her dad, but I don't mm-hmm. think in the way that it affected him, if you understand what I'm saying. Okay. I think so. Um, additionally she's had to grow up a lot faster. This is definitely a push into the to the real world. Um, that yeah. usually happens during college, but I think she got it a little early. Mhm. Okay. She's definitely grown closer to her dad. Mhm. Um, her eyes have been opened. Um, it's sobered her a lot, and I think it it's given her even you know in this tragedy and how you know crazy everything is, she doesn't know a lot of things like how she's gonna go on without her mother. But it's definitely right. given her clarity of like what she wants to do in life.
6: Oh well, that that might lead us into our next question. Yeah, I was going to say that,
4: that's a good uh, that's a good uh, follow through into with her opening her eyes. Do you think this is going to make her more or less interested in that potential career of law enforcement?
5: Um, she'll definitely want to. Yeah, she'll. Yeah, she'll. Yeah. Oh <laughs> <That's, laughs> um, yeah, I mean something
6: in in that field for sure. Okay. okay. Because she had talked to her dad before about being interested in his work. So that was kind of, as a fan, that was kind of our feeling that this would probably push her even more in that direction. So
5: Yeah, definitely in that
6: direction. And we're we're never looking for any spoilers, so I I don't know how much you can tell us about this question. But we were just curious um, what you might be able to tell us about Maddie tossing the Chapman University letter in the trash. Like, are we supposed to know if it's an acceptance letter or not, or is it just supposed to be a bit of a mystery right now? How far are you into the season? Oh, well, we're we're done. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, just as far as the end of season four, um, are we supposed to think? I could. I mean, I couldn't read it on the screen, so I, you know, I didn't know if we were supposed to assume it was an acceptance letter or if we're just as fans not supposed to really know. No,
5: no, it was an acceptance letter. Oh. Okay. And um, uh, Grace. Aquino, you know, Grace Phillips, whichever um, yeah. finds it in the trash, remember, and so that right. actually right. resurfaces. So it was, it was. I think it was just insinuated. There was probably there was an angle that we did where they had like me holding it, and you could see that it said like "congrats." You
6: got in. Okay. But, like, they cut that yeah. part. Okay. And they just
5: insinuated it.
6: Okay. Mm, gotcha. So with her, with Maddie putting it in the trash in the first place, is that does that indicate that she just can't? Doesn't want to deal with that right now because of her mom. Yeah, I,
5: I mean, it had been days since everything happened, and I just yeah. feel like that was just like, a, you know, what? I can't handle this right now, and
1: sure. Sure. being so
5: young and maybe a little bit, you know, still kind of a child. There, yeah, she was. There was just too much going on. She couldn't part, what was going on to handle college.
6: Okay, that, I mean that that certainly makes sense. Now, I saw, Jay, I'm throwing in a question that we didn't even have written down, but I saw on Twitter someone uh, make a comment that they wanted to see a Maddie spinoff. So I wanted to know if you saw that comment and what (laughs) you think of that. Yep. I thought I liked it. I retweeted it. My mom
5: thought awesome. it. she liked it. She retweeted. It. No, I just <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I can handle a spinoff because Titus works so freaking hard. Like he has. Yeah. He, yeah, he really works hard. So I don't know if I could. That would be rough. Yeah. Well, it's I hard. liked
6: it, and I retweeted it too because I think it's a great idea. You know, I I, I hear what you're saying. I can't imagine the, the commitment and the work involved, but you it, it really is a testament to, you know how. Great, you did this season, I mean, you've always thank been you. great, but just the growth in your character was just so obvious, and um you, thank you, you know, handled it so well as an actor, so that was- thank you, I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that
5: i I just turned eighteen, so now uh-huh. they can work me longer than nine and a half hours a day <laughs> <Right>.
6: <laughs> five hours
5: and y'all it was easy to just break down
6: like it was not hard. <laughs> Right, that's, funny. That's, that's so funny, that's interesting. Okay, well, we're going to set up this um, game for you and I've got to tell you that we've talked to several cast members and your name, or your character's name, which happens to be your name as well, but we, we look at it as a character. So your character has been chosen many times for many Andy. scenarios in this game. So what? I, I will just say up front that, that you must be multi-talented. Because these are some yeah. crazy scenarios, but you have to pick who you think is the best for this scenario. <laughs> and your name has come up many, many times. Yeah. So, um, yes. Yeah. So I have to tell you that up front. Now, what we're going to wow. do is just give you a few silly scenarios. and You're going to answer with mom or dad, or you can say Harry or Eleanor, but it's your okay. you know, your your character's parents. Character. So you can just say Harry or Eleanor or, you know, mom or dad. Um, Jay is going to start us off, and there's there's no right or wrong answer. It's just it's just totally for fun, and um, so no pressure. Your name, I got to tell you, last night your name came up with Amy Aquino, so you were oh, chosen really? for I think a couple of hers that will be on our podcast tonight that we <laughs> upload. So yeah, so you you were chosen I think at least twice in hers. So all right, let's let's not delay. Jay, go ahead and tell her the first one. <laughs> all right.
4: Well, early on in season four. It's obvious we learned that Harry does not know how to serve sushi. But if you wanted a grilled cheese sandwich, which one of them would make it better? Would that be Eleanor or Harry?
5: Neither of my parents are really known for, like, the food provision <laughs> kind right. of parenting. I think I would go with, with mom.
6: Okay. Oh, okay. All
5: right. I like the it. basic stuff. She could
6: do like pizza, grilled cheese, stuff like that. The basics, okay. Or order in and out maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and definitely, Jay, do you remember that if Maddie wants pancakes, then yeah. Harry has the, the best option for that with the syrup on the bottom. Oh, I know it. I'm gonna be trying that too. All right, next up, if the three of you were playing a game of Monopoly, um, who would be most likely to just nail you when you land on their um, boardwalk spots? Like, really? Oh, stage. Eleanor. Oh! oh. <laughs>
5: okay.
6: Because
5: oh. um, she plays poker. She's good at board games. That Strategy. Is, yeah. yeah. That yeah.
4: is yeah. true. That
5: is true. I don't know if poker yeah. and, and <laughs> Monopoly are the same, but you know
6: what? That's that's my answer. But I, I mean, I think that's a great answer because I would think she would take all sorts of gaming seriously. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you have next, Jay?
4: Let's fast forward a bit and pretend that Eleanor is still around. And let's okay. say you're finally getting married. The Bosches are going to a wedding. Which one of those two is going to be more the nervous wreck?
5: Oh, my gosh. Uh, Harry. Mm. That's what I would have
4: guessed. Yeah, if he doesn't shoot the guy first.
6: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good Poor baddie. <laughs> So okay, this is another fast forward question. Down the road, twenty years, say, is um, Maddie Bosch? She'll be her own person. But mm-hmm. if you had to pick one, is she more like Harry or more like Eleanor? She's more like Harry. Okay, oh, okay. okay. I kind of see that trend going. You know, so I like Very it. Cool. Well, we really appreciate your time. Wanted to let you know that I'm definitely gonna do my best to stop by your table at Walker Stalker Nashville because oh uh, I'll guys, be there. Yeah, yeah. Be really cool. I, I'll, I'll that. be there with okay. my family, so I look forward to that. Did you have anything else, Jay? Before we no, nope, just appreciate
4: to... your time and uh, look forward thank to next week. Thank you guys season.
6: so much.
5: I, yeah. Thank you very much. All <laughs> right, I'll see you in Nashville. All right, see you soon. Bye, bye. 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 bye.
0: guys so what'd you think that was that was some fun uh discussion she's with such Madison. a sweetheart she is
3: sweetheart.
0: yes she really yes. is mm-hmm. she was a lot of fun to talk to and um had some some good insights definitely about her character and it was it was a nice opportunity to tell her what just to reinforce what a great job yeah she's been doing this season so very impressive so you know, anything Oh, go ahead. The
2: thing I, I enjoyed the most about it, and it's it's kind of weird because you know when we when we talk to different actors and actresses, whatever, I always try to take something away from it, or maybe they give mm-hmm. me something I didn't realize or whatever. But yeah. for her, for me, my favorite part was we mm-hmm. always see her being the person to take care of everybody else on the show. Yeah, and she's very serious, yeah. maybe sometimes somber. Um, sometimes worrying about stuff That mm-hmm. for real It was nice just to hear her giggle
3: You're and right I know that probably yeah. sounds
2: silly But it no, was no nice sense. It was really nice to just Hear her be like A normal person Not that yes. Maddie in the show isn't normal Right um, But to hear her happy And not pin up maybe with some anxiety About Bosh About something right. he's doing Did he? Did he get to sleep last night? You know what I mean? Right. she well, nice she's just
0: like so, yeah. so worried about Reggie, you know, so yeah, far right. this season. You right. know, so, agonizing over yeah. that. Yeah, she and yeah. Yeah, that's a really well, that, good that, point. That was,
2: yeah, that was nice. I, I really enjoyed just hearing her like happy. <laughs>
0: yeah. As, as yeah. weird
2: as that is, right?
0: No, it's not, it's not weird. It, it's, a, it's an interesting contrast to the work that she's had to do on the episode, so yeah, that was definitely, definitely fun. Anything from you, Pete?
1: Well, here I am sitting here, and I guess I just think about myself too much because right <laughs> in the beginning, you're talking about how she has like pretty much the, she has the same name from onset yeah. to her. you know, she was talking about that with you guys. Yeah, so I'm like, has uh-huh. a guy who has many nicknames. Um, if yeah. you notice that half my nicknames and more than half my nicknames, have my name in it. And I understand it <laughs> because, you know, no matter what nickname you call out, no matter what word you sputter, and it always ends with the same, you know, name. So I always like, right. hey, it's me. That's me. That's got to be me. You know, I don't care what they said yeah. before it or after it. That's me. So I mean, they could say yeah. a thousand things and they say Maddie, and she knows that's talking about her either way. She can't get confused. And I mean, that, yeah. that's to that's, me that was interesting. I was like. I got to bring this up, you know? (laughs) That
0: was interesting because my my first assumption, I don't –
1: I was like, oh, that must be
0: confusing because are they talking to you or your character. But
1: it really doesn't matter. She just answers everything.
0: That's that's it. Yeah, you answered
1: everything with your name in it. (laughs) That's right. (laughs)
0: That was fun. But, um, yeah, she's just – I just want to reiterate, she's done a great job and I'm looking forward to – Fantastic job. I want to see a whole lot more from her in – in season five, and and uh, you know that was funny too that she mentioned after she turned eighteen she could work more hours, so yeah. maybe we we will be seeing even more of her because she can she can work longer and uh, have longer scenes, and so that'd be great. <laughs> All right, Pete, it's that time. I'm not gonna try to get away from the trivia. So you have the floor, my friend.
1: All right. So I always try to come up with like. Uh... Easy, really easy, and then what I think is a little bit harder, just, to, just in case, because sometimes you guys get them and sometimes you guys don't. So um, the first question that I came up with, which I think we already answered, was okay. what was Eleanor's passcode for the phone?
0: Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. June 13th. So okay. Yeah, that, was the, yeah. that
1: was the most obvious one. The second one mm-hmm. involves a little more um, you know, using your, your vision. The uh-huh. Korean town killer, and my guy. When he went uh-huh. to the, that sounds awful, but yeah, when he went to the, um, to the meeting, what color was his vest?
3: Oh,
2: I want to say tan.
1: Well, both of you have an answer and Tracy was right. Oh, <gasps> I, say... I got
0: something right. I got something yeah.
1: right. <laughs> now his
0: hat, was his hat tan?
1: Yes, his hat was tan with one stripe but, going across, and his um, undershirt was tannish, but he had like a gray vest over it, and I knew that was uh, a good question because yeah, you know, and you got it, Captain. A... I'm Lieutenant Captain. Uh, you were promoted, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because now, I'm
0: good at this trivia now.
1: <laughs> now here's the really hard, at least the harder question that I thought, but oh, you guys gosh. might find it easy. Um, When Jerry Egger is talking to Bosch and they're discussing the murder, well, the whole group and the task force are discussing the murder, he says, let me go back into so-and-so's murder book. What was the name of the person's murder book that he's going back into?
2: Oh, dear Lord. I remember that scene very well, but I did not know the name.
1: Yeah. It came on. So,
0: like, Johnson or something? Seems like it was a J. No. No
1: what if I give you the first letter is that better I'll give you the first letter sure go
0: for it go for it I
1: right, was K
2: mm, yeah I don't remember
0: no
1: you somewhere, got it somewhere Sharon is yelling at her Um, whatever she listens to us with yeah. <laughs> saying, how do you guys yeah. not know this yeah yeah <laughs> when you he, say uh, it I'm gonna be, I'm gonna yeah everybody's gonna sure know when I say it it's the Kincaid murder book
0: Kincaid yep okay well you got us I, I like your method there Easy, hard, really hard. <laughs> uh, three levels. so. You did, get the,
1: you did get the one that I probably would have put out, which is the color of the Vast for Karina. If I only had one, that was the one. So, Tray, you did one. get it, so you do get the point.
0: <sighs> I'm feeling Damn a little, little more optimistic about my trivia chances now.
2: It's not It's not what oh. I wrote down. I'm really mad about this. What would you
1: write down? I'm so curious.
0: Um,
2: I oh, yeah, thought your close. question would be, uh in maddie's room at eleanor's house what was the poster on the wall
0: oh, you know i looked at those posters and i but i could was it could you really tell
2: yes you could really tell
0: uh, okay well i don't know yeah How i you, at
1: the, uh, No, i could it wasn't on know. my notes
0: <laughs> yeah
2: you guys you
1: guys suck
0: well, I'll let Sharon
1: answer
2: it on Twitter because she probably knows. And if not, she, yeah. well, then we'll see if Duane was paying attention to that scene.
0: There you go. We'll give those two a chance, and then we'll circle so, back if we don't
1: hear from thought, them. There you go. Everybody gets a chance, and the first person yep. to get it right gets an honorary um, – what is it? We have a badge thing that we give away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Honorary. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't given no one cheating. of those in a while. You can't
2: go back and watch it. you got to know what it is.
1: Yeah, got to right. answer it now.
2: <laughs>
0: yep. Okay. That's a good one I like it Alright Well this is fun We'll be yeah. Hitting episode 5 Next week See more of the fallout Of all this Sadness From this week and, Hopefully a uh,
1: happier episode
0: Yeah
2: Seriously yeah. Seriously mm-hmm. Is you Eleanor? Well, yeah,
0: yes Definitely I agree. Great job Sarah Clark Wonderful portrayal mm-hmm. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. Have fun. Good night. Good night. Bye. Bye.